Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jake Kerr. I'd like to welcome you to the Black Ink Podcast. This is episode number 45. Yes, I've done 45 episodes at... No, this is episode number 46. Holy shit, I've already done 45 episodes that are all at least 45 minutes each. That means that I've got a total of 45 times 45 minutes on the internet. That's fucking crazy, right? Right? And you've been here the whole time. So I have to pass on my thanks and my uh, my gratitude to you as well. And I would also like to pass on my gratitude to the fucking universe. You know what I mean? Again, I know I've said this heaps of times earlier on in the podcast, but let's say it again. We live in a time where you can just turn your fucking phone into landscape, put it onto the video thing and then start recording a video. And then literally later that day, you can upload that video to the internet and then millions of people can see it. It's just your job to market yourself. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I do know. I do know. I tell you one thing I do know as well is I say, you know what I mean, approximately 450 times per episode, right? It's killing me. So I'm going to make a conscious effort. And I do this with all the podcasts. I try to get better and better every time I do it, of course. If there is something that I do specifically that annoys you, tell me. Even if you don't want to leave a comment, just message me. Let me know somehow. Oh, Louis asleep at my feet. What a good dog. Um, let me know somehow because I want to get better, right? And like I've had a few things pointed out. Uh, let's, uh, you know, obviously I say, um, the situation is the reality of it is, uh, do you know what I mean? The crazy part is I say those things like over and over and over again. They're like my fillers. But one thing I don't do is say, um, and are a lot. So, uh, you know, (laughs) see what I did there? Contradicted myself again. It's like a running theme now, but I'll tell you what I did do this morning. I'm trying to, I've got a concentrated effort to increase my reach with my Black Ink Podcast Instagram, which if you don't follow, I need you right now to pause the podcast, or if you're listening to it on a streaming service, you can actually just go and open the app. You know what? If you're watching it on YouTube, you can still go and open the app while it's still playing. You can be literally doing it right now where you're listening to my beautiful, silky voice, and go into the app, type in BX Podcast, you'll see my fucking account pop up, and you know it's not the original Black Ink page, because it doesn't have like 1,500 followers, it's got like... 200, you know, so you go in there, you follow it, you like all the shit, you help a brother out. And look, I don't even care if you mute my stories and posts, you know, as long as you're following me, you know what I mean? As long as you're a loyal follower, you understand loyalty, right? I don't even know where I was going with that. But the point is I'm trying to build up this page so that I actually have some sort of fucking, I still feel at the moment like this podcast is just me talking to myself. Like I fully appreciate the 50 subscribers that I have on YouTube and I fully appreciate the 200 and something people that follow me on the Instagram page, but I'm trying to make it into something that I could be proud of, which is what we should all be doing, right? We should all be aspiring to make something that we're proud of, that we can stand back, polish it and say, fucking oath, I did that, you know? So that's the path that I'm on. But what I did do was on this page, I followed a few new people. I also put a question out on my story saying, what do people want to hear about? Now, given the question was only out for two hours before I read the answer, well, the answers, there was only one, right? And that just goes to show you how much engagement, how many followers I have on the page. But let's talk about the answer that I got. Now, asking for a question of things that I should talk about on the podcast, a good friend, a good customer messaged me and said, I would like to know about your hair routine. Fuck it. Let's do it. My hair routine, this, this thing, dude, I don't know how I haven't talked about this already because this is such a massive fucking part of my life. And you know what? It's probably good enough for an entire topic of an episode. I just decided on the spot, just saying, let's fucking talk about it properly. I was going to talk about my hair routine. Let's talk about my hair in general, because I feel like hair is such an interesting part of our character that we get to decide which way it goes. Right. And it's one of those things that like people can look directly at your hair and have an instant reaction to just your hair. 
Some people can be put off by guys with long hair. Some people can be put off with girls with short hair and everything else in between because there's this preconceived notion about what, what sort of person that person is based off the experiences the audience has had with other people that have similar hairstyles. You know, like I noticed that a lot of fuckboys have the, you know, the either the, well, do you remember back in the start, like back in the day that like the cool thing to do was like spike your, not spike, but like kind of push that front part of your fringe, just have that up and have everything down. Something that I used to do all the time as a kid and something that I question as an adult, like why the fuck were adults doing that, let alone letting their kids do it? You know what I mean? It's just why, what are you putting like a fucking rear spoiler on the front of your son's face? It doesn't make any sense. That kid from uh, Inbetweeners does it, the... What's his name? It's not Jay. Everyone remembers Jay because he's a dickhead. It's the other one. The I don't know. He's got a white dude name like Michael or, or you know, I don't know. You know, you know I, don't, I don't even know if you never watch him between us. It's not important, but that's what sort of hairstyle he has. Oh, and also, can we just touch on the fact that everyone's going for the high and tight salad that they fucking have on the Peaky Blinders? Like every dude is running that now. It blows my fucking mind that guys are getting essentially bowl cuts and wearing it as if it's like, a like real hip sort of hairstyle. No, no, no. It's still a bowl cut. You know what I mean? You still look like a fuckhead who puts a bowl on the head and then cuts around it. And just because you got a wicked fade from fuck all to a four in this much space, the, sh- the fact that it is a perfectly round circle of ha- hair on your head says you literally have a hair yamaka. It doesn't mean that you're fashionable. It doesn't mean that you're with it. I'm sorry, buddy. It means that you're part of a really dumb trend at the moment that like the fucking rear spoiler on the forehead is going to pass. You know, you're going to look at photos of yourself five years from now and be like, hey, why didn't anyone stop me? <laughs> but that's all good. It's all good. Man, that's a crazy thing about style though. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you see people style and you think like, ah, oh, damn, I'm already on 20% low battery. It's not even the fucking lunch. Not a- oh, yeah, dude, let's not talk about battery and phones. But the crazy thing about style is like, there is no rules and some people kind of lean into the fact that there are no rules and they're like, well, there's no rules. There's only like agreements that we have with each other and like, I want to live outside of those agreements. I think I look good with the bowl cut, so I'm going to go have a bowl cut. The thing about the eye is, see, there's an opinion which kind of, that like our opinion has a certain amount of like bias kind of, um, what would you call it? They have like a certain amount of bias pull on it because your opinion has this thing where it's like you're still making an opinion based off who you are, the experiences that you've had, your preconceived notions about it, whatever it is that you're having an opinion on and so forth. But the thing about your eye is your eye doesn't lie to you. As soon as you see something, you know if you like it or not. If you have to think about it, it gets into a totally different area. But the thing is like, when it comes down to style, there are some things that you look at and you're like, that's not meant to work and it fucking does. There's something cool and you know it straight away. The only confusion you have is trying to break down why it works, whatever it might be. But realistically, when you see something and it looks stupid, you know straight away that it looks stupid. You don't even really need to have a reason for it. You're just like, oh, that doesn't look good. That doesn't look good. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of really obvious uh, obvious examples. But every time I come up with one in my head, it's kind of like one of those examples where you're like, oh yeah, I can. It's like double denim. When you see it, you're like, probably don't do that. But then, you know, obviously there are some really good examples of people who do double denim and they fucking, they rock the shit out of it. So you're like, okay, dude. Do double denim, you know what I mean? But it just seems to be every time I see a bowl cut, like if you give me a hundred people with bowl cuts and and you want to know out of all those hundred people who looks good with a bowl cut, you got a hundred people that look like fucking idiots in my opinion, you know what I mean? Or to my eye. And then my opinion, which is where I have a little bit of say about it, you still have a hundred people that look like fucking idiots. All good. That's all good. Some people think that dudes with long hair, like 
are idiots. You know what I mean? It just doesn't suit because they anticipate long hair to be on a woman. And, you know, if you're walking up behind me, I totally get it. You see that fucking juicy badonk? You see the way my legs are built? Maybe I'm wearing some skinny black jeans. Maybe I'm even wearing high heels. You see my fucking hair and you're like, damn, we got a six foot four baddie on our hands. And then I turn around, you get greeted with these pearly whites and a big fucking trunk at the front. You're out of luck. You're out of luck. It's all good. But the bigger point I'm trying to make here is I feel like we're in this really weird time where not only do we have people experimenting with like their style and all the rest, people have done that forever. But the thing is like you can come up with a style and then you can look at someone who has, you can look at someone who lives in say New York or Paris or fucking Bangladesh, fill in the fucking gap anywhere in the world, right? Anywhere, right? You can look at them the same time you're styling your hair in the mirror and wherever you live right now. And the thing about that is, is we've never had these comparative things where we go like, oh, this person who's living in the middle of a massive, bustling, fashionable city is doing this particular thing. And then you're trying to apply that to your setting. But the reality about fashion all that is it's kind of contextual. You know what I mean? And like you get to a certain point where it's like you're being fashionable. And then if you go over that, then you're going over that to make a point of going over fashionable. It's like, and this is the thing, like even walking through the main street of Perth, like you'll see people dress really well, people that look really good, really attractive and all the rest. And then you see someone wearing a fucking, you know, like a potato sack and like one red high heel and a fucking Adidas sneaker on the other foot. And like, they kind of look homeless, but you also know they're wearing like $300,000 worth of clothes somehow. And you're like, you are going above that line for the sake of going above that line. You know what I mean? And I totally get it. In your mind, you're killing the game. And that's awesome. I'm happy for you. I'm glad that you feel some sort of fulfillment or closure in the decision of what you have to wear. It's just the other 99% of the population knows that you're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? And like, I get it. I get it. If it's your job or if it's your passion, you want to do all the rest, it's all really good. And you're totally allowed to do it. You're totally allowed to do it. But when you go into a public space filled full of the public, you have to be willing and accepting of people's opinions, whether they be good or bad, right? So if you want to have a bowl cut, have a bowl cut. It's all good. You can feel as pretty as you fucking want, dancing around your apartment, singing your bullshit songs or whatever. But at the end of the day, you're still just someone with a bowl cut. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know, maybe some people like bowl cuts. What do I know? I've got fucking three foot of hair. I probably shouldn't have an opinion on anyone who's got like this much hair, you know? I'm just saying I don't like bowl cuts. I think it's where I'm getting to. But anyway, back to the fucking story. So for the longest time, I was running the salad. I mean, I was running the salad with the cut in it. And when I say oh, the, the line, you know, you have like a line through here and then you have the salad over the top and then everything else is kept pretty tight. And that's one of those things. I get it. I know what you're saying right now. You're going, but Jake, that's like two thirds of a bowl cut, isn't it? Yes, it is, right? And I learned from it. I learned from it. That's what I did. I learned from it about five years ago. And if you want proof, it's hanging off the back of my head right here, tied into three fucking, tied into a plait. The thing that I always felt when I had short hair was like, I would, I was like, oh yeah, like my hair looks neat and all the rest. And like, I had an idea. And I see, I think this is the problem is people watch Peaky Blinders and they see Tommy Shelby with the hair or they see Arthur with the big mustache and the hair and the fucking hat and all the rest and they go like, oh, I really like that. But what they fail to realize is that they are seeing a style being executed perfectly on a person who they have adjusted the style just a little bit to make it suit properly, right? So I'll reword that a little bit. Just because it looks good on someone else doesn't mean it's gonna look good on you. 
And I feel like a lot of people fail to make that connection between like wanting to look like something and actually looking like it when they think they're executing the thing. And this is the thing that I kind of struggled with when I was in my early 20s. Is I was doing these, not even bizarre hairstyles, but essentially I was like playing with my hair in all these different ways and I never really got anything where I was just like, that looks right. That looks like that hairstyle suits your head. And look, I probably put my, and this is the thing, living in a small town, you're limited to fucking three different barbers. And I know if you're living in Bunbury, you're like, oh, there's so many choices of barbers, bro. But also there isn't. So you're limited to the choice of barbers. One of them is 150 years old and he knows how to do fucking short back and sides. Or, you know, you know what I mean? Like he knows how to do about six hairstyles and all of them are from the 30s. And then you've got like the dude who used to cut my hair and like, I'm not going to name his name like I did the last podcast. That was fucking crazy. I can't believe I just went and said the name of the bike shop. By the way, the bike shop isn't even named that. I said it's Bunbury Honda. Bunbury Honda's a fucking car yard, which by the way, they also fucked me over pretty hard on a couple of cars that I bought. No, no, I'm not even going to go into that, okay? But I didn't say their name. I said someone else's name, but you can put it together. Anyway, the thing that this dude used to do was like, I don't know. He's one of the... Yeah, it's funny. If you're from Bunbury, you know exactly who I'm talking about before I even get started. This dude was just like... You would try and explain something to him and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, yep, 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 I'll do it. And he was someone that would take like 45 minutes to cut your hair, which I don't know about you guys. Like, I kind of like the feeling of having my... I like having my hair cut so much that I don't like having it done because I feel like I'm doing something wrong by getting my hair cut. I know it sounds really stupid, but it's like literally a fucking wet dream of mine has had my hair washed. I love having my hair washed, but I just like will not let myself have it done or do it because I'm like, I feel guilty having it done. It's like, oh, this is real. This is like your responsibility. And like, it's even when I'm getting a massage, like when you're getting a really good massage, I'm always just like, fuck man, I feel sorry that this person has to do this to me that I can't just like get through my life without having my muscles rubbed by another human. You know what I mean? Like I just, for some reason, that's an organic feeling that I get from inside me, you know? So like when he used to spend 45 minutes cutting my hair, I'm like, this is awesome, man. But like, I like getting my hair cut and this is going so long that I'm getting sick of having my hair cut by the end of the experience. So, and also like I always used to leave there like thinking that there was going to be some sort of different result and just never quite got there. You know what I mean? Like it, it always seemed to just repeat itself the same thing over and over. And you know, like this is the thing, like I feel like when you go to a tattooist, you might say like, hey man, like here's an example. You go to tattooist and you're like, hey man, I want to get my throat tattooed, right? I want to get... I want to get like a microphone here and I want to get the sun coming behind it and I want to get some wings put behind that. And then the tattooist is like, okay, so you want a microphone, you want the sun, you want some wings, cool, cool, cool. Hey, um, if we put a microphone right there, right? And you, you know, one of those stage mics that has ribs in it sort of thing. When you're not, when you don't have your head up like this and you can see clearly that it's a mic, it's going to look like a big cock coming up your throat. So maybe go with something that isn't as symmetrical or also shares the same shape as like, you know, a phallic symbol sort of thing. Maybe just kind of think about that. So what the tattoo artist does is they say, hey, I hear your idea and I'm combining it with the years of experience that I have with doing my specific job, which is marking people's body with tattoos. I can tell you with my experience that the thing you're going for is going to give you this result and you may be seeing it completely different in your mind. So let's play with it. You know, and I understand that it's much more essential that a tattooist has that conversation with you because you're getting essentially something that's going to be with you for the rest of your life. So you you should make sense, especially if you're considering your hands or your throat or your face, you know. So I don't expect that much fucking responsibility to come from my barber. But also, if you want to be a modern day barber and charge anything more than 15 bucks to cut my hair, then 
And like, I know that literally when I said 15 bucks and there were people then just like prolapsing and fucking having blood leak out their ears because they're like, haircuts are worth more than 15 bucks. Don't you know? Like, yeah, I do know. I do know. You know what I mean? You work in a fucking barbershop all day. You stand there cutting. I know it's real hard to stand on your feet and it's really hard to concentrate and hold scissors and all the rest. 15 bucks. I'll give you 20. Are you ready? Oh my God. Oh, oh, 20. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I've got a really good mate, Silvani, who's a fucking dude. He's one of those motherfuckers who's like, he's right on the nose. He gets it. Like, you go there, like, obviously I don't get my hair cut anymore. I'm going to get back to the thing. Don't worry. I don't get my hair cut anymore, but I love having my beard trim. More specifically though, I love having my beard trim by him because he doesn't ask any questions. He just fucking goes and does it. He does the damn thing. He doesn't fuck around. He doesn't fluff it up. He doesn't give you any more than exactly what you're going in there to do. He charges the amount of money and then he fucks you off. You know what I mean? That's the whole process. That's how it should be. You know, like, oh, do you want to experiment with this? Do you want to do that? No, 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 no. Just, just fucking remember from the last time I said the thing, right? And that dude there, dude, I want to pay him more money than what he asked for because he gives me exactly the experience that I'm after in that barbershop. And even then, dude, has anybody ever questioned that like it's super fucking weird, like just sitting next to someone while you get your hair cut or your beard or whatever, and like that person's literally within smelling distance away from you? Like, that's just weird to me. That's so weird. I'm so uncomfortable in that situation. Like Silvani comes to me and does my beard for me, but on occasion I'll go to the barbershop and like, you're just in there and literally every, like you're surrounded by fucking mirrors. Everyone's all ang- anxiety ridden because they're fucking living in 2021 and they spend too much time on Pornhub and social media. So they don't know how to like handle themselves or what to do with their arms while they're in public. So everyone's just like trying to fucking not look at the barber and not look at you in the mirror and not look at themselves and like, oh, there's a paper over here. And then they like, everyone's so fucking tense in barbershops. It's so weird. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I know this is a bizarre thing because we don't do it this way. It's hard to imagine it. But like in my mind, it makes heaps of sense if every barber, even if there was like one of those fucking little kind of part, what do you call them? Like a partition. So it kind of comes out a little bit. So you got, you know, you got your flat wall and everybody's sitting looking against the wall. You got the mirrors in front of you, the barbers behind you doing your hair. If there's a little partition that just separates every person, it doesn't have to be too far, just a couple foot of like wood or something. Then even that way, you could, there's enough more space for you to hang your tools and shit off. There's more space for mirrors so you can get a better idea of what's going on. You can even put some angled mirrors in there. It's fucking crazy what you could do with that idea. And at the end of the day, the end user has a little bit more comfort. But man, I find I find situations like that obviously overwhelming with the way I just described it there. So maybe that's only a solution that's good for me. Anyway, going back, going back, $15 haircuts. If you know what I was talking about, can you just fill me in real quick? Yeah, it shouldn't be getting more than $15. And like, the thing is like, so there was three people giving out haircuts. This dude would give you like the fucking, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we, sorry. <coughs> I'm going to reset myself. So he would give you these 45 minutes hair, 45 minute haircuts. It just took way too long. And for some reason would always do these like weird little experimentations or give you the exact same thing that we had last time that I just said that I'm like, Hey, like last time when you did the line again, you made it like literally double the size. Don't make it any wider. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All good. And then you get it and you're like, Hey bro, it looks like someone took a fucking whippersnipper to my head to make this line. Maybe we could shave the rest of my head so it looks fucking right or maybe I'm just going to wear a hat for the next three weeks until I get a little bit of growth and then I don't look like I've got a fucking reverse skid mark going down the side of my fucking dome you know what I mean anyway 
The bigger point that I'm making about when I had short hair is I never felt comfortable in my hair. And I found myself wearing hats all the time. And like, it's one of those things as well. Like I wanted the slick back hair, you know what I mean? And like the way you've just got kind of like from there sort of thing around the back where you just kind of slick it back and everything else is real, real tight. But then I did, in all honesty, it's kind of on me, the long hair thing. Like I got this tattoo here and I've also got, um, I got that fucking tiger on the back of my neck. I'm not sure if you can see it. There's a tiger there somewhere. If you're wondering where it's from, that's the fucking, that's the album cover from This Is War by 30 Seconds to Mars. I think it's This Is War or whatever it was. It, it's the it's the tiger off the album cover from there. I fucking loved, loved the picture and I was obsessed with the album at the time. And I remember saying to the tattooist, because I got this on the Friday at the Perth Tattoo Expo or something, like when I was 19. And then I got this on the Saturday, um, also at the Perth Tattoo Expo, it was a fucking weekend of absolute hell. Like getting a head tattoo followed by the back of the neck tattoo was just fucking insane. But on top of that, when I was 18, I was in Melbourne. I got this tattoo on the back of my head. It's about, it's about that big, I guess. And it's fucking, it's like a human heart. And then <laughs> at the top of it, it says hate in my heart. And on the bottom of them, it says love of my mind, which are little Wayne quotes. <laughs> That's so dumb. So I've got this fucking tattoo on the back of my head that says hate my heart, love of my mind and has a has a fucking a heart in the middle of it. And dude, it's one of those things where the tattoo culture is so fucking stupid that but by the time I get this hair cut off, that tattoo will be back in fashion. But the problem is right now as it stands, if I shaved all my hair off and I had just that haircut I was talking about with the, you know, little fucking salad patch on top with the hind tied around on the back and sides you'd be able to see like this because this tattoo goes the whole way around you can kind of see like there that goes all the way around there and like in the back of my ear anyway actually i'll tell you what i'm sure you already know this but if you look at the logo the black ink logo that is that tattoo oh wow Oh, that's crazy. You're such a mad dog. You've got your, you've got your logo tatted on your face. Well, to be fair, I had it tatted on my face before it turned into a logo. So, But the point being, I got all these fucking tattoos on my head that aren't like kind of, they don't have any continuity between them. None of them like really make any sense with each other. So by having short hair, I kind of open myself up to this like, oh, and like, that's the thing, man. Like enough people really do comment on tattoos in the dumbest way that having ones on your head and your hands and your face, it's like just asking for the attention of fuckwits to ask dumb questions. So I think, I don't know where it all, oh no, no, no. I remember where my hair, long hair idea all started. You know that fucking Jason Momoa dude, I think his name is. I think, is that his name? Jason Momoa? I forget. But he's a dude with the long hair and he's built like a fucking absolute animal. I remember this one time I saw, saw a slow motion video of him and he had his like, had his hair hanging down and he's just like put his hands through his hair. Like, it's in slow motion. He's like pulled his hair up from his face and all in one motion, he's just like tied it all up into a top knot and then just like looked at the camera and I'm like, oh, your boy's going to get long hair. That's what I'm going to do. Of course. So from that day, I was like, oh, I just won't cut my hair and see what happens. And I honestly, like, I remember for literally years feeling like, oh, I'm just stuck in an awkward phase. I'm just stuck in an awkward phase. You know, like it was one of those things that it got to a point, I started growing it out from just having like the, that haircut I was talking about, the salad on top and nothing on the back and sides. And then it eventually like got to a point where obviously that bit on top was 
twice the length of everything for a good amount of time. And then it got to a point where it kind of leveled itself out. But I definitely had something to tie up on top here, like kind of at the back, but the shit at the bottom wouldn't reach it yet. So for the longest time, like I didn't have enough hair to properly tie up. And then obviously, I mean, just in case you don't have long hair and you don't know like the stages of having long hair, it's kind of determined by what you can do with it, right? So at the moment, my hair is so long that pretty much the only thing that I can do with it is have annoying as fuck ponytail that's just in everyone's face, mostly mine. I can have a top knot which sits real tidy or I can have something like this where it's just like it's all together, it's one rope, it kind of stays out of the way. If I put it behind me, I know it's all good, which is good. You know, you're washing your face or whatever, you know if it's on your back, it's not gonna, your hair's not gonna get wet sort of thing. So, but the stages before that, like, so the way to do a top knot is real simple. You just kind of tie your hair up on top, you spin it around and then fucking curl it up on top. So for the longest time, I had just enough hair to kind of curl it up on top. And I was like, yes, this is the length that I'm going to keep it. But I got so like, um, sorry, I didn't really break down the stages very well. You've pretty much got like every, everything you can imagine up to the point that you can like actually tie your hair into one thing. And I think for the longest time I would do a I would actually do instead of a top knot, I would do a knot right at the back here. But then I got to the stage where I had so much hair that as I would loop it around at the back, I couldn't sit anywhere because I had this massive like ball of hair that was between like my neck and wherever I was sitting and you end up just like sitting there like this. <laughs> so a bit of a fucking, yeah, once I got to that stage, I was like, oh, I need to start putting it up high so I can start doing things. But then you realize like if you do a top knot, it means that, you know, if you want to just chuck your helmet on and go for a ride on the Harley or whatever, like, oh, now I've got to undo my hair and put it down. And also, you can't just undo your hair and then tie it into a ponytail or just leave it out because literally you go down the road around the corner and it's tied itself into a fucking dozen bird nests that are now you now have to brush out of your hair. For some reason, like the way wind like goes around your helmet and kind of flicks behind you, it just does like this with your fucking hair. So by the time you get to where you're going, it's just like literally just a puff of knots at the back of your head. So then it's like, cool, now I've got to fucking undo my hair, tie it up at the back, you know, either like do it in some sort of folding knot sort of thing or put a heap of lackey bands around it so it can't like fly up and get out of control. Man, fuck man. Having hair literally is, it's like every time you do something, you have to take your hair into consideration. Even like down to like checking your oil and water while the car is running. I had a moment the other day where I was like, fuck, if I wasn't thinking... My hair could get caught in the fan in front of the radiator and it literally, I'm not even leaning over the fucking car. You know what I mean? Like, you, like it's got, it's got you, obviously you've got the front of the car and then you've got the bull bar. You lean over so much and then you go to do this and it pushes your hair down a little bit more. The fan's right there and once it grabs it, you just fucking go on with it. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But going back, I, I got to a point where I was like, right, I'm not going to cut my hair and I'm just going to see what happens. So I started to grow it out, get to the point where you do the fucking samurai top knot. You join that league of fuck boys who... Oh, they're not called fuckboys. They're called um, hipsters. You know, you, people start thinking you're a hipster because you got a top knot. And you're like, nah, man, I've actually just got vision in the future of me being really sexy with long hair and covered in tattoos. Look, not important. Anyway, I would fucking keep pushing through and believing that I lived in this awkward stage of having hair that was never going to fucking kind of get to a point of being something. And then I remember just one day, I think it was like around the time that my hair reached like somewhere in the vicinity of my nipples. And this is the thing, like I... Obviously, not all of my hair is the same length. Now it's all kind of the same length. It's like one of those situations where it's all kind of there, but the point is realistically, it's not all the same length. So I kind of got to this thing like, once it gets to my nipples, I might reassess the whole situation. It, the longest part of my hair got to a point where it reached my nipples just standing there and I was like, cool, I officially have long hair. 
I can't just tie a fucking top knot or a back knot to get it out of the way now. Like every time I do something, it has to be a real nice fucking appendage on my head and actually, you know, like concentrate on what I'm doing. I remember thinking like, when I lived in Holland, there was this dude that I used to skate with called Kuhn. Spelt K-O-E-N, Kuhn, like Kuhn cheese. And Kuhn had long blonde hair and this, this beard, right? And... Coon looks like a Viking. He's got a real box box sort of face, kind of like Jocko Willink, but not the ugly version, like the attractive version. And Coon, like Coon, models for Bjorn Borg and all this shit. And I'm pretty sure he's he's bit like his missus is a fucking um, is an ambassador for Prada sunglasses. You know what I mean? Like, dude, Coon's just living the best life. Anyway, Coon <laughs> had this photo shoot while I was living there, and he had so much hair that. He, the, like the photo that he got out of this one photo shoot that I remember it's to this day, I remember when he posted, it. I was just like, what the fuck? Right. And he had a handful of hair, like a fistful of hair and he had his arm straight up in the air. So it was as if he was holding his head with his hair, with a fistful of hair. Like he had a lot, it wasn't just the ends. It was a fistful of hair. He had that much hair and he was like, and he was just kind of like giving the side smirk as if like, look what I got, you know? And I remember... When it reached my nipples, I remember doing that test and being like, I wonder if I finally got enough hair to be like Coon, you know? So I've grabbed just the littlest bit of the hair and I've got to like hear it. I'm like, well, I'm not quite there yet. You know what I mean? And I remember that that's when I kind of made that subconscious thing like, well, we've got this far. I'd be really fucking upset if I didn't get to that straight arm of hair sort of thing. And sorry, I should, um, I should kind of footnote all of this with the fact that my dad used to have like long hair like this and used to run the plait every single day. And my mum was telling me that he used to um, wash and condition his hair every day. And he used to, uh, yeah, and mum used to plait it every morning for him. And it's like, it's one of those things now where like imagining that is so fucking crazy for me to think. But also if I had a son in 25 years time and I cut my hair off before he was born, it would kind of be like, I can't imagine him even imagining the world that we live in at the moment and the fact that I had a ponytail. I know that's like so much more bizarre, like so much shit added onto that. But at the same time, like that would seem crazy to him, I believe. Him or her, son or daughter, whatever I have. Or, you know, they, if they don't know who they are. All good. All offensive. But, um, so yeah, he had long hair. So of course the whole time that like I'm making these decisions about like what I should do with my hair, I've got dad in my, you know, just, just sitting on my shoulder going like, hey man, you know as soon as you cut that off, you're going to hate yourself for it, right? And I'd be like, oh, you know, you get real close to about to do something with your hair and then you'd be like, you're going to regret that decision, partner. You know, and I'm like, fuck, I guess I'll just, fine, I'll keep it for another six months, you know? And like, and like you know, I'll be talking about it or whatever. Or sometimes he would bring it up when I'm not talking about it, be like, you know, as soon as I cut my hair off, I fucking regretted it. You know, your hair looks good, it suits you sort of thing. And like, man... I'm no fucking idiot to the fact. I know that if my dad said jump, regardless of the situation, nothing else comes in, into consideration. I would say how high and then I jump. So when he says something like that, I'm just like, fuck man, all right, I guess I'll keep my hair. If not for anything else, for your sake. You can live fucking, what's that word when you live through vicariously through my long hair, you know? So anyway, let's fast forward to, I was having a photo shoot earlier this year for Black Ink with my good friend, Luke Barrow. And I'm in his house, we're taking photos. And I said to him, I said, hey, I just want to try something real quick because it was one of those situations where 
oh, my hair routine. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get to my hair routine. But it was one of those situations where I hadn't washed or conditioned my hair for a minute. So it was looking kind of shitty. So I was looking at different ways I could like tie it up or do this or do that to make it work with the photo shoot. Because if I just had it out, it was really obvious. It was like clumping together and looked really oily. So I was like, fuck, whatever. So I was like, just let me try this one thing while I've got my hair out. And I was in his house and I fucking grabbed a handful of hair and I've held it up straight arm and I had some slack in it. And I'm like, I fucking made it, <laughs> you know? So I'm like, got a real good, like I've let it down again, got the exact right amount of hair and held it up and I'm just like, get the photo. So anyway, I've got that photo now. And I remember I posted it on um, Instagram and tagged Coon and I was like, where are you now? And of course, dude, Coon sponsored by Harley Davidson. Does that not say enough? That's how fucking big speed skating is in the Netherlands. He's sponsored as a speed skater by Harley Davidson. You know what I mean? Dude, you don't know who Sven Kramer is. There isn't a single duchy in the world who doesn't know who Sven Kramer is. Do you know who he is? He's a speed skater. He's the fucking... Dude, he's the Ben Cousins of Holland without having to do drugs. Which, by the way, hey, Ben Cousins took a shit today. Should we put it in the news? Man, I saw he got employee of the month at his workplace. Hey, man, put me on the list of cunts who don't care, you know? What are we doing? What are we fucking doing? Anyway. So... I get my long hair pick with Luke and I'm like, fuck yeah, I've officially made it. But the thing that I realized just recently, and this is one of those things where I'm going to change my mind on this a couple of times before the day is done. So I'm not saying this is how I definitely feel about it. I'm just saying this is what I'm saying. I've come to a realization that I, as much as like I dislike my hair because I, I do, I think that everything that is involved with having long hair is super tedious. I think the bullshit of like, literally, you can't have a shower. You can't go to sleep without tying your hair up. You know, hair can ruin a picture. Hair can make a picture. Hair seems to be like the only icebreaker that people can come up with if they don't want to talk about black ink or tattoos when they're talking to me for the first time. Like, it's one of those just like, it's a really easy thing to dislike, but I've never felt more comfortable with the hair that I've got now than ever before. It's weird. Like, I never felt with any of my short haircuts, I'm like, yeah, you're the motherfucker who suits this sort of hair. And furthermore, I think there are a lot of people out there that have long hair that I look at them, I'm like, oh, sweetie, you don't suit long hair. And I'm talking about dudes, right? Because I think most chicks, you know, probably at the risk of sounding super sexist right now, but most chicks look good with long hair. You know what I mean? And we're even having a conversation with the, with the checkout chick at IGA last night. You know, most chicks end up with short hair because they can't help themselves. They just have to do something with their hair that's fresh every fucking three weeks to six months. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things where you can't add hair on, but you can take it off. So they eventually end up getting to like, oh, I'm just going to have fucking short length hair with some bangs and that's the new me. <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. You're still the same person. You haven't changed inside, you know? And also like chicks who dye their hair 14 different colors within two years. Like, yeah, you're tormenting your hair. I don't know anything about hairdressing. I'm pretty sure that's terrible for it. But hey, you know, fuck me. Fuck me. I'm just a dude with a podcast. So I've kind of come to a conclusion where I need to stop being so in my head about all the negative things that comes with having long hair. And I just like, I'm super, I think part of it is, you know, when I was a kid, I never planned on being someone with like a dude with long hair and all the rest. But now that I'm like, I really feel it when I'm riding my Harley, you know, like when I've got the plait hanging out the back and I've got my tattoos and I've got my Harley and I know how it sounds like I fucking get it. But at the same time, like, I like the image of that person. I like the person who fucking, you know, 
grows long hair as a guy, even though guys don't grow long hair generally. I like the person who fucking tattoos their hands, even though you're probably not gonna, not gonna get the job that your parents want you to get or whatever, you know, fill in the blank. I like that person. And even though the, what, what do you call it? Like the, um, what do you call it? Even though the legwork that you have to do daily, the, the fucking, the shit that's involved with having the long hair is tedious, as is life, my friend. Look at the overall result and look at the image, you know what I mean? And if you're happy with that, then go through the tedious legwork to fucking maintain it, you know? Which brings me to the topic of this whole podcast is my hair routine. Now, let's use a 10-day window of time to... Because I think, oh, probably better to use like a 15-day or 14. Let's make it a fortnightly routine, right? So in a fortnight, every fortnight, I follow a very similar routine. So what I do is I wait until the 14th day and then I wash and dry. I wash, um, you know, shampoo and condition and dry my hair. And then I, um, I leave it for another 13 days. And yeah, basically like those 13 days, my hair doesn't get wet. It gets brushed pretty much every day. Only because you have to brush it to get this fucking nice finish on top otherwise if you just pull all your hair back and then start doing a plait you get fucking 20 minutes later on you've got like a big barb of hair that's just sticking up here so it does get brushed and then i brush all the knots out and shit every day but like as far as like washing it and conditioning it and even getting it wet and all that like it's just so much fucking effort when my hair gets wet and also like like i haven't washed my hair at the moment for probably a week or two it's not like it smells or anything like it actually smells kind of nice. It's only when you go to like a bonfire or a party and you're fucking charging through the darts and that, that it's kind of a problem. Like literally everything up until then, like your hair is just your hair. And as long as you're in general, not a dirty person, like my day consists of, you know, recording podcasts and uploading things and, cre- you know, making shirts and all Like it's not like I'm getting sweaty and dirty and that all the time. So, and also like, you know, I went to the sauna the other day first thing. Oh no. Okay. Last time I went to the sauna, I washed my hair after the fact. I went to the sauna the other day and I didn't wash my hair. It's kind of gross. Oh, now I've got 10% battery. You're kidding me. But um, didn't wash my hair. That's kind of gross. Saying it out loud. All good. But yeah, my, my, my hair routine is fucking real simple. But with all of that said, I am now at the point where like I can kind of see like my hair looks kind of dry and almost strawy at the end and like when i say strawy i don't mean like it's been fucking bleached 40 times it's just been like i don't know i don't know it definitely looks organic and natural because there is no two hairs that are the same length there and i think that's what i'm scared of is having my hair look like someone literally just did that you know brushed it all out and then just cut it straight at the end like i know women think that's cool or whatever but just seems to be the more doctor i'll tell you what how's that for an idea i only just came up with that just then but like the more doctored someone's appearance looks the less you want to believe them you know, and like these women that fucking go around with their fucking big blown up lips and like looking like they're super surprised all the time and they're perfectly white teeth and the hair that looks like it was, you know, taken off a Barbie doll and then surgically put onto their head. It's just like, cool, man, you look like the most amount of effort in the world. You look like the sort of person who doesn't eat some foods because you don't know how you're going to go eating it or you might get some of it on your clothes or you can't eat because your nails are too long and you're not able to like manipulate nachos into your mouth or these fucking claws that you've got hanging off the end of your fingers. You know what I mean? Like I just, and dude, don't get me wrong. I love looking good. You know what I mean? There's nothing I love more than after fucking not wearing a suit for six months is, you know, cleaning up all of this, put on some aftershave, maybe pluck my eyebrows 
wear you know wear some fucking deodorant i do that every day you know what i mean and then putting on a suit and looking sharp as fuck you know but i feel like the reason that that is so fun is the contrast of not doing that for so long but then you get these chicks who are just like won't leave the house unless they look like a fucking you know bimbo fucking fill in the blank you know what i mean and dude i only mean bimbo because what other word am i meant to use for just like barbie doll plastic not real looking like i just i don't understand like it seems like a lot of guys don't question this is the thing like women are putting in this effort so that i think for two reasons right obviously it's so you you can be sexually viable or like attractive to the opposite sex or whoever you're trying to attract you know i'm not going to get into the debate of who people are trying to fuck these days but you're trying to make yourself a option for people that you're trying to be romantically involved with and also this is where girls who wear makeup and guys who go to the gym excessively share something. You're doing it for other people that do that. So guys go to the gym and get big to look good for girls to have sex with them. And also for the other guys in the gym for some sort of comparative silent war that we all know is going on but no one wants to talk about. You know what I mean? And then girls, it's like, it's kind of like this flex on other girls being like, look how fucking perfect my wing eyeliner is. Or look how, you know, look how I managed to get my eyes looking with this particular color. Or look how fat my lips can look in comparison to the rest of my body or whatever it might be. It's one of those things where it's just like, hey man, like, this isn't for me though, is it? You know? And like, also, can we just break down something real quickly? Women want to get fat lips so they look like they suck dick better, right? Mm, that's what it is. We're dancing around that truth. That's what we do. I feel like, oh no, I'm getting, I want my, I have such thin lips. What's wrong with thin lips? You can't eat food as good? Or maybe you can't kiss as nicely. No, it's about sucking dick, sweetie. You know, and everything else before that is just bullshit. But what do I know? I'm not a woman. I don't have fat lips and I probably don't suck dick. But I, um... Yeah, I just find that women and this whole makeup thing is something that's slowly... And I feel like I've experienced in my lifetime as well. Like, it got to a point where, like, when I went to school, girls weren't allowed to wear makeup. It was that simple. You didn't wear makeup. And, like, girls didn't wear makeup. And, like, even if they were wearing it, they were wearing it in a way to, like, just accentuate the features they already had. They didn't... They weren't, like, adding a fucking face to their face, right? And, like, the scary part about these women is, is, like... I feel like there's heaps more hot women in the world now, but there's not. There's the same amount of like average looking women, ugly women and hot women. And obviously like who's ugly, hot and average is up to, you know, beauties in the fucking eye of the beholder. So I'm not anyone to say, I'm just saying like in general though, and you know what I'm talking about. So don't act like you're better than me in this situation. It's a fucking example. Just go with me. But those women, it's the same amount of each of them. But the ugly ones and the average ones have got really good at making themselves look like the hot ones, right? And then on top of that, the hot ones also do the same bullshit. So now, like, it literally doesn't matter who you're looking at. Like, you don't know if they're ugly, average, or hot. You just know that once all of them take their makeup off, they're all going to look totally fucking different, right? So somewhere along the way, these, like makeup has got further and further and further and further away from like just adding a little bit to like you know some red i don't know i don't know makeup this is a thing but all i know is the experience that i've been getting as a male it's got so far down the road now that males really haven't had any say on it they haven't spoken up about it all and now we've got fucking aliens walking around us with all these fucking you know designer whips and all the shit hanging off their face and we're just like 
oh yeah, you know, oh cool. And the problem is like heaps of dudes who don't actually like look at what women are doing. Like they look at the overall result. They don't look at all the little bits or a lot of guys don't relate what they're looking at as maintenance. You know what I mean? Like you don't understand that like that that she's got right there, that took 45 minutes. That took 45 minutes of uninterrupted time where she literally can't even talk to someone else of her like just moving very slowly in a mirror. Very slow, like this. Oh, now they're not equal. Now I've got to do this one bigger. Fuck, now I've got to add more to this. Yeah, I know. I know. And look, Riz, obviously I'm not talking about you. You look beautiful. You wear just the right amount of makeup. You are my fucking North Star in a dirty world. Do you understand? So I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about every other bitch. You know what I mean? Look, I've definitely dug myself quite a deep hole with the ladies. And if I have offended you, that's fucking awesome. But if I haven't offended you, what I need you to do is go and like and subscribe. All of the shit on YouTube. Jump on my Instagram. Jump on the fucking Black Ink Podcast Instagram. Give that some love. Get on Facebook. Dude, get my phone number and fucking call me up and say, Jake, I just listened to your podcast and I appreciate it. Look, do everything but that last step. I'm at fucking 44 minutes. We're almost there. We're almost fucking there. I'll tell you what I did today. I messaged someone. I emailed someone who I have watched all of their videos on YouTube. This person is a fucking pretty serious celebrity when it comes to business. And um, asked him to be on my 100th episode. I said, look, I, I know it's dumb asking you to be on my podcast because I got 50 subscribers and my business has nothing to do with what you do. You're not going to get anything out of it. You're not going to get any sort of like reach or what do you call it um exposure but what i will give you is 99 episodes of 45 minutes of solo podcasting just me going hard i'm going to give you all of my effort and energy into that and show you that i'm serious about doing what i'm doing and i'm hoping that because they are serious about seeing people succeed in business and all the rest and everything they do like if they're serious about that it's like i've given everything that i possibly can because realistically i can't give anything to you as a person because you have everything you need so i'm enriching myself with all this experience and knowledge and passion that i'm giving to black ink and hoping that you'll see that light and respond to it now if they do i can tell you one thing right now episode 100 is going to be fucking epic and you know what i'm betting on me i'm betting it will be i can't wait to tell you that that person has said fucking oath i'll see you at episode 100 you understand but look until then i'm just going to keep fucking recording podcasts by myself i hope you've enjoyed today's episode i hope you know a little bit more about my hair and why i have a, a large amount of it look if you want to tell me anything hit me up in my dms hit me up in my messages but until then i'm fucking out Eeyoo!